Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. Welcome to Entertainment Talk TV. It is Entertainment Talk's podcast for the television that we are choosing to talk about. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is Roberts. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Not too bad. I'm not too bad. Uh, so we did a TV talk before my break, which was a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I talked about how I'm going to uh, do some follow-up um, about the, the craziness that I decided to do in terms of watching new stuff. Basically, I picked up too many shows. Uh, I ended up dropping a few, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but what have you been watching over the last couple of weeks? Uh, not a whole lot. There hasn't been anything new really here in the States. I mean, okay. there's been some mid-season stuff, mm-hmm. but it's all just kind of like throwaway. Like, uh, there's like a couple of three game shows that they've been doing. Uh, I haven't really watched, watched it per se. Um, is Family Feud over in the UK? I can't remember if that's over in the UK or not. I've heard of it. I think it's been on. I haven't heard anything for a okay. long time about it. So. Well, every now uh, it's been coming back over here in the states uh they've got a comedian steve harvey that's been doing it and he's like really charismatic and readily energetic with it cool. um and they've been doing like a celebrity version of it to where you know the celebrities are playful charity and so you got the celebrities and their family just being like regular folks which is some people find it entertaining i you know it's a good you know 10 minute kill for me if i'm watching it but it's nothing i've been actively watching uh, i've been doing a re-binge of eureka which was a sci-fi show a few years back. Basically, uh, your perspective is from the town sheriff, who's kind of like an average everyday man, and he's in charge. Well, he's in charge of security for a town of super geniuses, um, and they invent wacky stuff, and things go awry, and then the plot kind of writes itself from there. So, okay. Uh, what about things that you like continued watching? So not necessarily new stuff. Uh. I mean, there's nothing really in season right now, so there's nothing to continue. Okay. Um, so that's that's the stuff that you've been been watching. I haven't really been watching a whole lot of TV outside of the the binge rewatching of the seasons. Mm-hmm. It's been mostly just you know doing other stuff. My uh, uh, real life has taken over a few things right now. So. Okay. Um, should we talk about the Titans things first? Because we teased it a lot in the in the CW Superheroes podcast. Um, yeah. Know, sure. Yeah. Um. So Comic-Con has officially started. It's the 19th of July when we're recording this. 
uh, and it runs until Sunday, I believe. Um, but the first trailer, at least the first trailer I saw that dropped today, uh, was a new Titan series, which is going to be on the uh, DC Universe streaming platform, uh, which they also released price information for. It's going to be eight dollars for a month uh, in the US. There's n absolutely no UK information at all, like release date over here or pricing over here. Um, but I think it's seventy-five pound for a whole year. But you can also get the first three months for free is what I read somewhere um that's just the information I've seen uh so take that for what you will I suppose uh but with that we got um the first trailer for Titans which is their uh I guess their front runner sort of show they're going to be doing other things like Swamp Thing and Doom Patrol and I think a Harley Quinn series as well uh but Titans has been their main thing that they've been casting and teasing for a while uh what did you think of the, the trailer that we saw uh I'll just be reserved and say I did not like it. it okay. I mean, I had a lot of reactions to everything that was going on on the screen. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, I'll just be uh, polite about it and just say no. Okay. Not, not going to watch it. Interesting. Um, I thought it looked amazing. I... Uh... The, the thing I came away from was like I was very impressed with this version of Robin. Um, or at least like... Because I'm, I haven't really seen that many different versions on screen. I don't know how many different versions there has been. Because when you think of like superhero films and the main characters we've seen over the years, there's been a lot of Superman films. There's been a lot of Batman films. Of course, there was the Nolan trilogy. Uh, there's been some Wonder Woman films. Of course, there was the recent one with uh, Patty Jenkins, and there's going to be the sequel. But outside of that, like side characters, we've not seen that much of like the, of course there's the flash tv shows the arrow tv show but characters like maybe aquaman robin cyborg they haven't had like that much in terms of on-screen presence um so again like i said in the C in the cw podcast like i'm really really happy with the fact that the bat family is going to get some more screen time because of course the uh, the batwoman show t the batwoman tv show uh for the cw has been announced of course on the cw podcast that's where we talked about that so listen to that if you want to know more from there um, and then of course with Robin from the, um, for, for this Titans show. So that's going to be, that I, yeah, like when he, he comes down and he swears and says like, fuck Batman basically, uh, cause the guy, the guy is like, where's Batman? He starts trying to shoot in the sky or something or he points his gun at the sky. Cause I guess he thinks he's going to like drop from the roof or something, which like, sure, Batman or Robin would probably try to do that to you. So, uh, that's kind of realistic. Um, and then he gets his grapple out, he uses that a couple of times, dodges like a gun and whatever. Uh, but I was just really impressed with all that footage that I saw. Um, what did you think of, the, of Robin specifically? Well, that's part of the reason why it's falling under the category of I don't like it and I'm not going to watch it. I mean, they made this Robin super murdery. I okay. mean, there's at least two or three guys that are probably dead after that fight. Um, I think so, yeah. Do you, think, do, you think, do you think this might be like the Arrow of the DC universe? It's possible. Yeah, because um, Arrow, Arrow is like the great ECW show, and then you have like the other ones. Yeah, so, but like, they made that way, way, way more gritty. I mean, at least mm -hmm. with Arrow, you knew people were dead, but they didn't have like blood spurting out all over the place and F-bombs. Although, again, this is going to be on the streaming service, yeah, so they so don't they, have to follow those rules. Right, so they can do whatever they want, basically. Uh, not be on network television. Um... Because maybe like when you have um, Harley Quinn, I can see I could see that being a bit more of like a comedic kind of thing. It will still be kind of dark because it's Harley Quinn, but like 
she might be making jokes and stuff a bit more that you might see in in this one i i reckon they'll work it out to where all these different shows that they're going to have and there's probably more planned that they haven't talked about yet they're probably going to have some like fun versions of them but then have like the dark gritty ones like with this titan thing so we'll see what they decide to do uh but no i'm very impressed um i think they said it's coming later this year i could be wrong that's what i what i read somewhere but the trailer said like coming soon i think uh, so it will be here soon, hopefully, hopefully for my sake, <laughs> as a person who lives in the UK, that we'll get some information soon. And hopefully it's like a global app, like a Netflix or a YouTube, um, or a, uh, what, have, what else do you have? Um, those sorts of things. Um, hopefully it gets released globally and doesn't have to be, like, spread out to, like, E4 and Netflix and Channel 4 and BBC and, like, because then you'll be waiting, like, three months for episodes and you'll be waiting... A year for other episodes on uh, on some of the other shows so i hope that gets sorted out because uh, that's already a bit of a problem here in in the uk where we have to wait maybe a year sometimes for episodes or three months or like four weeks or something uh, and it's always been a bit of a problem not with every show there's some shows that like a next day or next week all that sort of thing uh so anything more specific to what you didn't like well, like, first off, you know, with him being all super murdery, that okay. wasn't overly impressed to me. I didn't like how um, the visuals, you couldn't really see anything. I mean, I, I can get the, the dark and gritty, but for God's sakes, turn on a damn light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Raven did, I will say, Raven did look really good. I think yeah. that casting... Um, hmm. Was, was really good with the whoever's doing that. Um, I haven't had a chance to pull up the IMDb page yet yeah. to see who's doing what. I can't remember her name, but she was in Twenty Four Legacy. This, uh, well, the only season of that show that um, happened. Um, and I remember like some of the behind the scenes set photos of her came out, and some of the uh, images came out, and everyone's like, "What the hell? She looks terrible!" And it's like, but "You haven't seen her in the episodes yet." And then they showed her in the episode, and then I saw some people be like, "Oh, this is this is much better." So it's like. Just wait till you see actual footage before you start, like, you know, judging stuff. Because that behind-the-scenes set photo, she could have been, like, costumed down slightly for some reason. Or maybe she wasn't in the makeup chair yet, but she was dressed up. Or, I don't know. But, I um, mean, yeah, I was pretty impressed with, uh, is it Starfire, her name? I believe that's... Starfire. Yeah. Uh, I was pretty impressed with her, uh, what she looks like. It's interesting to me because I know some of these characters. Like, I roughly know who Beast Boy is. Obviously, I know who Robin is. I know some stuff about Starfire. I believe that Cyborg's in this show, but he wasn't in the trailer. So I roughly know who he is. And then there's some other characters who I've, like, never heard of. So it's an interesting mix to me of, like, characters I really know, characters I sort of know, and characters I've, like, never heard of before. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that works out. Uh, anything else from that? Or should we, should we move on? Uh, we should go ahead and move on. Cool. Uh, so a couple of... Uh, let me follow up, actually, with the, uh, the craziness of TV that I... Uh, started before my break um basically some of the shows i mentioned i haven't continued watching um so futurama i didn't really go back to i wasn't like switched off from it i just didn't continue with it but i might do it at a later date uh shades of blue i just i don't know something was, wasn't really grabbing me with that so i sort of stopped on that for a little bit um humans i'm still watching uh, um, I, what was this, some of the other ones? There were some other shows. Uh, basically, I've just like sorted out which of those I do and don't want to watch, uh, and I've got like a good equal sort of level of of TV rather than just starting a bunch of different premieres and pilots. 
Um, so that's kind of what happened with that, basically. Uh, and one of the new shows that I picked up, which is a 10-episode Netflix season, so it's just like one season sort of thing, uh, was a show called Good Girls on Netflix. David uh, spoke about it earlier this week on uh, on this week's Geek Town Radio, which I was on with him. Uh, have you heard of it at all? Yeah, one of the uh, people we mentioned during DC shows was on a few episodes of that. Okay. Who, who was it? Uh, now you're going to make me try to remember that. Hang on just one second. I think it was uh, Christina Hendricks, but let me double check. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's in um, the in this show. Uh, yeah. Basically, the premise is that, like, all the, the, these three um, women who are friends and live, like, ordinary lives, uh, like, start to have real really bad money problems and, like, job problems. Um, and then one of them, uh, so I'll just tell you the basic, like, premise, and I won't spoil anything, plus I've only seen the first episode, so I can't really spoil anything. Um, basically, one of them says, like, that they all meet up and they all talk about, like, the trouble that they're having, and one of the women says, like, uh, at my work, they've got, like, 30,000 in the safe, and we could take that, and I assume they mean, like, split it, 10,000 each, and that could sort out some of their problems. Uh, I won't mention what happens with the robbery because that goes into a little bit of spoiler territory but basically they go through with it in some degree and then uh, you find out what happens after and it basically like the pilot takes itself from there um, I thought it had a good amount of humour I thought it was quite funny uh, in some places I really like sort of the premise it's got a bit of like touches of sort of Breaking Bad and touches of um, a show called Wanted that's uh, on Netflix. I think that's an Australian show. Uh, I don't know where it would be shown in the US but it's on Netflix in the UK. Um, in terms of a like these girls trying to get away with this thing and be on the run so it's a li- it has that touch of Breaking Bad as well so it's a lot, got a lot of good things going for it. Uh, the acting was really good. I think the writing is quite good. Um, and they set up so many different sets of stakes by the end of the first episode like there's just so much material that they have to go from and uh with nine episodes left i'm just really excited to see uh what they continue to do with that so i'll watch some more of that soon uh what's your yeah she, she plays beth boland on that show okay so i think i remember that name yeah you can of look her there of course i'm not like fully familiar with the characters yet. i've only seen one episode so uh, but no, it's up something quite good. So if you've got Netflix, um, which most people do, I think. I think there's like a good few million people that have it. Um, go and check it out. It's quite good. Um, my next note actually says superheroes and DC Titans, but we talked about that. Um, yeah, the, the reason I wrote down superheroes was like... I wanted to kind of talk about with all these like... Because we got a lot of different superhero shows running at the moment. And more like on the way. And some that are like heading into final seasons and stuff um how do you sort of feel about superhero tv and like what sort of we have at the moment well i definitely think we're we're reaching peak saturation oh, yeah. point yeah um it's one of those things that you know as long as the writing is good i don't mind a whole lot of them uh i think the writing is starting to slip on a couple especially uh with Arrow, I think the writing's starting to slip on it a little bit, um, yeah. and we're we're of no shortage of superhero movies. The first images from Zachary Levi playing Shazam has been released, mm-hmm. and some other uh, the cost- stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's actually a funny thing. The Aquaman poster is getting ripped right now. The photoshops with the sharks. Yeah, well, yeah. The, <laughs> the sharks. One of the sharks they actually identified from Getty Images, which is a stock photo image uh, licensing site. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, I I've I don't know whether to talk about this now or in a discussion piece, but I have some things to say about the DCEU in terms of like. I I guess I'll say it now, and then maybe if I have like if I think of more to say later, I'll do a discussion piece on it. But because um, seeing as we're here in the conversation, um, so we've got the CW superhero show. Is that enough? That on its own is enough superhero TV. Sure, it doesn't mean that I don't want any more, but it's like five, maybe six shows a year, depending on what happens with all of that. Then we got uh, Gotham, which is in coming up to its final season next year, anyway. Uh, and then we got all these Titans and the uh, the Titan show and all the other um, DC Universe stuff that's that's being released. And then we've got um, th there's like some of them are animated as well, so you go into a territory where you have like animated shows and stuff. Um, you've got like the Teen Titans stuff that's coming about. I think they're doing a show for that, and they've got a film coming out for that. I l I, l I look at DC. When I look at DC as like a complete package, yeah, because obviously you've got different universes. You've got the DCEU, the CW one, and Gotham, and then the other stuff. Do we need the DCEU? Uh, well, I don't know if we need it, but they definitely did it wrong. And when I say yeah. wrong, the reason why the Marvel Cinematic Universe works so well is because they didn't have their collab movie until after they already established all the characters. Yeah. Because we got Iron Man, we got hulk we got thor they kind of they had to change actors for hulk but we got captain america we got everything in a sequence and then we got the big team-up movie mm -hmm. uh for the for the dc we got the batman versus superman which is kind of a continuation mostly of the uh, man of steel with henry cavill mm -hmm. Um, and that was an okay movie. If you watch like the three-hour extended cut, it makes more sense. I'm not going to say it makes it a better movie, right. but it makes a lot of the motivation of Batman make more sense. Okay. Um, but then instead of doing like a Flash movie or the, just doing the Wonder Woman movie, which is obviously very good, mm -hmm. um, they That's just probably... jumped right into the team-up. That was probably the best film in the DCU, the Wonder Woman Easily. Film. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, what I mean is like, as I, w when I look at DC and think of all the stuff that we have, I look at the DCU and I'm like, do we need you? Do we, do we need that <laughs> kind of thing? And like, Aquaman images come out and I'm just like, I don't feel anything. Cause I'm like, is it just going to be another bad DC film? And it's like, sure, we kind of need, uh, some people might argue like we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe and we need a... Uh, a DC film cinematic universe, which is what a DCU is, and sure, you might say like they need to be in some sort of competition, but like, I don't know. We have like other films and other other shows that are happening. I'd be happy if like, let's say Aquaman doesn't work, and then like something. Let's say the DCEU closes for some reason. Like they say, okay, we we failed too many films or something, and Warner Brothers doesn't want to do it or something. I'd be fine if we had a world where like. We had the MCU and the Netflix shows, so like with, with Infinity War doing really well and the Netflix shows being really good, depending on what you like out of the, the choice of those. And then if you just had like the CW and the and the DC um, universe stuff, so then you could have like really good TV with the DC universe and then really good films with Marvel and then just like the Netflix shows. I'd be fine if we had that. Like, I don't know. It's like... <sighs> Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Because, um, granted, the DCEU could, like, suddenly get better for some reason, and I could, like, change my mind and be like, okay, no, I want Batman and all this and that, but 
I know like the Shazam photos come out and the the Aquaman photos come out and Shazam looks it looks okay it looks kind of cool um and I think Zachary Levi is, a, is a good actor. Yeah, I think um, Shazam's going to be their chance to to lighten the hell up a bit. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just how I feel. So, um, we'll see what happens with that going forward. Uh, but what? Yeah, I think we've talked about that topic enough. So, uh, let's move on to the other things I've talked about. Um, humans. Uh, so I started Humans season three. I've watched the first two episodes. There's only eight of them, so I've got six left. Uh, I was gonna watch one yesterday, but then I ended up watching the hundred. Um, it's essentially like. It, it, I, I spoke about this on Geek Town as well, but it's a weird situation where if you took the good ending of Detroit and then had season three of Humans, it's kind of a sequel in a weird way because it's the whole um, being free aspect. Of course, me saying the being free aspect tied into the good ending of Detroit isn't really a spoiler because, like, what else do you kind of expect to happen? Again, it depends what good ending you might get. You might get a different one. So spoilers are weird on that. Um... But yeah, it's this thing where like they have the free will, and then if you went into Human Season Three, where they open up the free will and the discussion of like, are these things conscious? Can they make decisions? How much should they obey us? And should they have how much like control should they have? Basically, um, and that's always kind of an interesting conversation to have. Uh, how do you feel about um, these sort of? mediums that we've had released so we got like westworld which did that but basically in like a park um we've got detroit which uh I, you haven't played yet because uh you haven't got the the playstation yet um you, you've seen like footage and stuff there right for detroit yeah i've seen some yeah. footage of it mm-hmm. um and i have seen the first episode of humans never got around to watching the series at some point i do need to do that okay um the only real sci-fi show that's fairly modern that i've seen is the expanse okay and even then i can only see it when the season comes to uh, amazon prime video right okay um so how do you feel about like ai and android stories at this point with everything that we've had released uh it's not bad i mean at least it's real ai uh, this is something that's always been a nitpick for me is when people say, like, AI assistant and AI and things like that, and I'm like, no, it's not artificial intelligence. It's virtual intelligence. Mm -hmm. It's not acting on its own. It's not thinking on its own. It's not making decisions on its own. It doesn't act until it gets input from you. Now, granted, there are times when when it can try to, you know, receive something and then get a false input. Yeah. As in the one story we talked about uh, a while back with the uh, recording of a conversation with an Amazon Alexa. Mm -hmm. Um but again, that's just an, uh, it's a, an assistant reacting to something that's not actual free thought and independent thought. Mm-hmm. I, I guess to me that's the interesting thing with these stories is like like how much self-control do they have? And like, sure, you could tell your, your android to go and clean the kitchen, but like, will it go and do it? Will it argue with you? Does it really want to do it? How much of a consciousness does it have when you ask that? Uh, and I think there's a lot of room for, for cool stories. So, uh, yeah, Humans has been really good for Season 3 so far, so I'll continue to watch the rest. Uh, the last show I wanted to mention before I um, talk about the emails for this week. I, sp- I talked about Scream last time, and we're not going to talk about Harvey Weinstein in any way. Uh, I will talk about the Weinstein Company, because that's the one that's been sold. Um, so, yeah, that's basically the update. Because I remember last time when I talked about this, I was talking about the uh, Weinstein Company being sold to uh, Lantern something. 
I'll just call it Lantern. I think it's Lantern Corp or something. Uh, the sale went through. It was like 289 million or uh, yeah, million or something like that. Um, and I've been very involved in the basically Scream community on Twitter because I quite like the show and I'm a bit of a sucker for the whole sort of teen slasher type thing. I liked Until Dawn. I watched Slasher. Um, I've you know seen first two seasons of Scream. I've seen the uh, the four films. So. I know it's a cheesy and kind of networky genre, but I like it for what it presents to me, uh, depending on which medium you choose from, basically. Because uh, Slash is a bit different to Scream as well, but it's still in the same genre. Because um, the Season 3 was filmed and finished a while ago, I think there's a trailer out there that's ready. Um, but the Scream community's gotten a bit confused on, like, who actually owns what now, and, like, who, if, like... If MTV is allowed to release the trailer, because uh, that was the question, was like, why couldn't they release the trailer or any information? Because we haven't had a single piece of information for a whole year, apart from small bits of casting and stuff. But aside from that, nothing really. Um, so basically, the conversation was like, okay, they can't release, they can't legally release the trailer until the Weinstein company gets sold, of course, because of what happened with Harvey, which I won't go into. Um, because, like, the company was in troubles because of him and what he did. Um, and then it, it was a case of the Weinstein company needed to be sold so that legally the new company, so the Lantern Company, could, um, say to MTV, hey, Weinstein's not involved with this anymore. We're the distribution company. You're the airing company. You're the company that airs it and stuff. Uh, and then you can release the trailer. So the sale has gone through. It's been sold and everything. Uh, but nothing has happened. And that was almost a week ago i think that was on friday or saturday of last week i might be wrong but it's been a couple of days already and the the whole scream community was like yay the company's been sold to lantern and we can get a trailer and then let's just like nothing at all happened and then i think um someone like deadline or the hollywood reporter uh did a report on it and they said um they said basically this with the sale this is what lantern owns from the weinstein company and from basically what they own now and Scream wasn't mentioned, for some reason Scary Movie was mentioned, even though there hasn't been a film for however long, and that's kind of a dead franchise. Uh, and then some of the Scream community made fun of it, like, we didn't, we asked for Scream and we got Scary Movie, which is like a parody of Scream, uh, or a pretty bad one. So, it's a bit confusing as to what's happening right now, it's good that the sales has gone through, and that, that sort of piece of the saga is over with, but we don't have a trailer yet, we don't have a release date, we don't know anything. Um, do you have any thoughts on this? Not really, no. I mean, the, okay. the horror you know genre like that's never really been anything that I've actively pursued and actively been involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, and it's another one of those things that it's uh, you know fun with lawyers, obviously. Right. Yeah. Because the whole court case, it seemed to be pretty. Once the like case actually started. Because they talked about it for a long time, like, oh, we're in pursuit of buying Weinstein. Like, Lantern's in, per- in pursuit of buying Weinstein. The court case was, like, one or two days. It might have been longer, but what we heard was, like, it starts on Friday, and it should end by Saturday, and it did. And then the sale was announced, though. So it was kind of strange how quick it was. Uh, and sure they Not have... really. When things like that get announced, right. they're 99% done. Okay. So. I mean, that might be the case of, like, they're still working out little bits and pieces of legal stuff, but at this point, 
with having no news for so long, we the Scream community just wants somebody to say something. <laughs> Even if it's like Scream isn't happening, we just want to know something because we don't know anything. Uh, apart from what we know publicly, which is not much. So hopefully that gets sorted out soon because I'd like to see the season myself. Uh, that, w that would be nice. Um, Alright, let's move on to the emails for this week. Uh, Emily says, can you name one show... Uh, you would like to pitch to any network as to be something realistic and something that can legally happen with rights etc uh, So I guess like she means for, for a quick example and this isn't my answer if you were to say to CW Can you do a Martian Manhunter series or something? I think that's what she means uh, Do you have any thoughts or do you need time to think? Uh, go ahead and go first okay. and then uh, I'll think of something so, I mean, the one show that I really one the one season of TV that I really want to happen right now is for Twenty Four to come back for one last season and to just finish Jack's story because obviously Twenty Four with Kiefer and with Jack is no longer really a long term thing and we've already kind of had that with nine seasons. That's a lot of content already, um, and with the legacy season, but that wasn't Kiefer. Uh, so that's the one kind of season I'd like, and the the pitch from. 24 fans has always been like okay Jack's in the Russian prison uh, get all the side characters from from over the years so like Chloe get her on tech support like she's always done um, get Belchek which is I think his Russian friend Jack's Russian friend he might be from somewhere else I might be misremembering that get Tony his long friend from work who kind of sort of betrayed him but could maybe redeem himself if he got Jack out bring uh, Kate back who was played by um Yvonne, the one who I mentioned from the CW Superheroes thing as a possibility to play Batwoman. Um, get her back, get her to, to play Kate, um, and then maybe, um, I don't know, you got Chase, I don't know if the fans are interested in seeing him, but maybe like, you know, bring his daughter back, uh, bring Jack's daughter back, sorry, um, and have her come back and have a reunion and have it conclude in some way. That That would kind of be my pitch for that. Um, obviously to Fox or to, to anyone really, but not like, not a network that's worse than Fox. So, so not somebody with like a lower budget, because it might be a worse show. Um, how do, what do you think of that? I can definitely see that as a possibility. The I mean, fandom would obviously be there. Yeah, it would take a bit of work, because there's a lot of actors to get back, because they're all in, in different things. Of course, your own's in... Uh, Handmaid's Tale, Kiefer's out doing musical tours right now because Disney Survival got cancelled. Um, I don't know what um, the actor of Tony is doing right now. He might be on some show that I, I'm not sure about. Um, Chloe, uh, so um, I, don't, I don't know what she's doing right now. I heard she's doing maybe some music or, or something like that. But maybe see if you can get them back and, and do something. Um, what kind of pitch would you have? To who? Uh, I'd like to see a next generation ish type for Firefly. Uh, I mean, there was okay. uh, so much good uh, concept that never really got explored. Yeah. Uh, in that show, I think too much time has gone past for it to actually do a, a proper sequel, especially after um, what happened in the movie. Uh, but I do think yeah. it would set up excellent for a next generation show for the same way they did Star Trek Next Generation to where. They honored the past, but then accepted the fact that time had moved forward and then moved forward with that as well. Mm -hmm. um, past that... So, um, so would you do have, like, new characters? 
I would have a whole new crew. Okay, it's like a reboot. But not necessarily a reboot. I wouldn't have the same actors or the same uh, uh, character types as the main crew. I'd like to see basically like an aftermath. Because then you have you have what happened in the, the main series, and then you had the big what what happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, did you ever get around to seeing the movie? Yeah, we talked about this a couple of times. Yeah, before. I I forget. <laughs> I I have bad memory <laughs> of things like that. Um, but anyway, after the movie, uh, I'm sure a lot of stuff has changed, and I'm sure there's a lot of story that could be had about those changes. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I would see. But that's one of those things that. It would be such a hard sell for the fans because it's been what, almost twenty years since the one season of a not a full season aired, and it's still getting talked about as like potential reboots and potential launches and things like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I would just kind of like to see you know a little bit more of where the story goes. Uh, I'd be curious to see a softish reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, just because that was such an improbable show to run as long as it did, I mean, it was a mid-season replacement on a on before the CW became CW. Okay. And they've actually interviewed uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar about that, and she would talk about how when she was, you know, doing her acting stuff, and people would ask her what her, what she'd be on. She's like, "Oh, I'm on Buffy," and they're like, they would give her like pity looks because she was on a mid-season off-network. Re- you know, show. It's still a TV show. It's still a, yeah, I mean, it's, a it's still a TV show, yeah. but it's one that the people didn't have any, uh, didn't have a whole lot of faith in for doing and for mm-hmm. something happening good, something good happening with it. Okay. Um, and so that would just kind of be like an offhand of that. Um, outside of that, there's not really a show as a reboot. Um, maybe like a TV show for Tron. Um, just because I think that needs to be done right, especially now more in the modern age when a lot of the stuff that was a concept mm-hmm. um, could be done. And Disney have budget, so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's not like Disney doesn't have the budget. Right, right. I've seen I've seen um, the updated Disneyland or Disney World, whatever it's called now. They they have money. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. Uh. I did give. Uh. There was a sort of similar question we recently answered. I think it was on the previous TV talk. Um, where somebody asked about, like, if you could soft reboot certain shows, and I gave answers like Heroes and stuff, so if, if you want us to give similar answers to sort of similar-ish questions, um, that's what we did uh, before, recently. Uh, Brian says, what one show at the moment do you immediately pay attention to when you hear or see anything about it? For me, it's uh, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I can't imagine you've looked at much recently, Brian, because that show aired, uh, finished airing 2013, I think, something like that. Yeah, I was a, I was a big fan of the show. The last season made me really hate the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think two things they should have done: they should have introduced the the quote unquote mother character at least by season five, at yeah, the latest by season eight. Yeah, I wanted more of her because you know she was the mother. And yeah, we didn't see much of her. Um, so um what, but. Yeah, and then the uh, how dark they made that last ending really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And not dark in the sense of dark. I mean, it was still a fairly light show. Um, and I'll go and I'll say spoiler alert in case of some. Have you watched the, the oh, whole yeah, thing yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah. The fact that they gave her a terminal illness, which became really evident 
towards the middle of the show, and then the show ended on both her them admitting that you know she's one she's dead, and then two oh yeah she you're you're you know the mom's dead the wife's dead go be with Robin now that pissed me off a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't have. Uh... I didn't. I I see that as a common complaint. That the sort of things that you've just mentioned. Uh, I didn't have problems with any of that really. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the terminal illness kind of out of nowhere was a bit like, okay, you're sort of shoving this character in just to do this. Um, so I agree on the whole. Like, we should have had more time with her to actually develop her as a character, and not as a like, okay, here's the mother, terminal illness, and then here's Robin. Because that's basically what happened. But uh, I was still fine with the way it like concluded in the end. So. Um, so what's your answer to like what show do you uh, sort of perk up when you look at or when you see stuff from um, well I'm definitely going to be perking up once they start doing stuff with uh, Lucifer moving over to Netflix I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm still in this weird spot where I don't know if I love the show or not but I'm fascinated by the characters in the show if that makes any sense cool yeah um but past that, uh, nothing really. But then again, this is the off season for TV over here, so there's not really anything new and uh, anything that's you know out has already been announced. So it's there's no real perk to it. So mm-hmm. for me, um, I got a few different answers. For me, like upcoming season, whenever I see something for screen, because we've literally got so little news at the moment, it's like have we got a release date trailer? Oh no, nothing. Um, <laughs> Because I, I see someone tweet like uh, hashtag save scream or release scream news and I'm like that's that's great keep like we shouldn't be giving up because it's not like the show it's not like the show's in danger of being cancelled or not shown like the show got renewed and filmed we just haven't seen it um, that's all that's almost more annoying because it's not like hey cancelled you're not seeing it anymore it's like yeah renewed we filmed it we've finished it it's ready but you can't see it yet <laughs> it's so strange. Um, yeah, it's like if yeah, it's it's annoying. Um, so whenever I see new scream stuff because we've got so little, I'm like, oh please, a release date or a trailer or a damn poster or something. Um, then I sort of obviously perk up, especially recently with the lantern sale. It makes me think that like something is gonna happen. Um, but for me, like returning shows, follow the good place on Twitter. They're like they do some really funny stuff, and that's just a fantastic show. Um, Outside of Game of Thrones, I think that's the best show on TV at the moment. Of course, I think the best show of all time is is Breaking Bad, but it's finished. It's not currently on TV. Um, but yeah, whenever I see like a funny tweet from them, because they're usually quite funny and they make fun of they make fun of the jokes like in their own show, and they use some of the jokes like in their tweets, uh, especially the way they play around with um, swearing, because like uh, they use shirt instead of shit and and stuff like that. Um, big, that, get, that gets explained in the show in the first season if you're wondering why they do uh, that but yeah um, really excited to see a trailer for that really excited for season 3 I think it's September 27th so September 28th I think next day on Netflix they're going to be doing um, but no that show made me so happy uh, when I was when I was watching it and I hope it continues to have you seen any of The Good Place? I saw the first couple of episodes it didn't really jump out at okay. me I had the same issue and then I was like I can see where this could get better and then it really did and then it really really did and I'm like now I love this thing so um, it is one of them shows where like 
try and get past the first three to four, maybe five episodes. I would say if you get to the middle of season two and you're not sold, then I don't think you'll like it. But um, if you get to like the middle of season one and you your interest goes up a bit more, then I will say that things do get better and much better. Um, but yeah, that show just made me crack smiles. It made me laugh and. Uh, with, with with what we've said in the earlier in the podcast about like dark gritty shows, if you want something to potentially make you laugh, it might not make you laugh. Like it is a comedy, but you might not necessarily find it funny. Then I I definitely recommend the uh, the good place. It's on uh, NBC in the US, which I think they have an app. I'm not 100 percent sure how that works, but if in the if you're in the UK, it's all on Netflix. So uh, have a look at that. Um, but yeah, really really excited for that. Um. Yeah, that was the the last email that we had. Um, terms, yeah, in terms of things that perk like I perk up to sort of thing or pay attention to, I should say, any kind of Walking Dead news and not on a like this is awful, which you could say it is, and not on a like I'm more excited, but more of just a general random interest of like okay what's the next thing that's going to come out of the show is it going to be another person fired or another lawsuit or is it going to actually be something good where like they're doing a good story or like someone from the comics got cast um they've casted a bunch of people lately and i haven't i haven't really kept up with it because it's been like smaller characters but uh just whenever i hear walking dead stuff it's just like okay what what's going on now kind of thing um how do you feel about the walking dead at the moment uh, I mean, I watch it to watch it because a lot of people that I work with watch it. Okay. Um, but I haven't really been, you know, deep, deep, deep dive interested in it in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the last two seasons have been uh, pretty poor, I would say. Um, and we'll see what happens with season nine. Uh, that's all the emails and all the notes I have this for this week, so I guess that's the end of the show. Uh, if you'd like to check out what else we do, uh, head over to entertainmenttalk.org. In terms of the other shows, that we, the other things that we have been doing, uh, like I said, we just recorded a CW Superheroes podcast, uh, which is giving our thoughts on um, Batwoman, the, the TV show from the CW that's in development, and uh, all things surrounding that. And we sort of teased the Titan stuff, but we've already talked about that here. Uh, and if you missed it as well over my two-week break, uh, I released or scheduled and released a, a brand new series that's called Classic Reviews. It's basically me taking a look at things I consider classic because it may differ between person and in terms of what you find classic and nostalgic or just like older stuff. Um, so it's essentially a series where I go back and either rediscover or for the first time discover um, certain TV shows, games and films. Uh, the first three episodes have been Ratchet and Clank, uh, Toy Story 1. And uh, Jack and Dexter. Uh, so go ahead and check those out. That will be eight episodes in the first season. Um, and you'll find out what the rest of the season is. As I continue to release them. Um, discussion pieces. I did a couple so far. Um, there's going to be one coming out this week. Which I won't talk about yet. Because I'll wait for you to discover it on Friday. Um, or tomorrow actually. Um, but one that I did was Ubisoft. And discussing uh, why I feel that they deserve a bit more credit. Um, for the things that they've done, the cool things that they've done, and I just remembered what the other one was that I did because I couldn't remember in the previous podcast. But it was this—it was discussing uh, Crash Bandicoot versus Super Mario. Uh, and if you've been following the sites gaming-wise for a while, you'll know which one I'd like more. But um, the interesting discussion is why and why I don't like Mario quite so much. So uh, read that if you if you fancy reading that to uh, discover that discussion. 
Um, yeah, and also earlier this week I did a review, speaking of Detroit Become Human, I reviewed that. Uh, spoiler, spoiler free, again, depends on how you look at the game in terms of its endings and things that happen, because you might have a completely different ending compared to me, depending on what choices you make. So, uh, go in with caution, I guess, depending on how you feel about the spoilers for it. But it's a choice-based game where you can get wildly different decisions and choices, and there's lots of different flowchart choices. So, uh, check that out if you would like to as well. Uh, but it's my game of the year so far, and I talk about why that is, basically. Um, we're going to be recording a gaming talk after this, so stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about various different video game things, of course. So yeah, entertainmenttalk.org is where you'll discover all that. Uh, if you'd like to get involved in the discussion as well, the email for sending in those is entertainmenttalk.hotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com or Twitter at etalkuk. If you follow me on Twitter, of course I will be tweeting stuff about Scream because we're trying to get some sense of news or some sense of what's going on. So I will be tweeting about some of that stuff, so uh, check out that as well, I guess. Uh, but yeah, send us a tweet, uh, talk to me, I'll talk back to you, as long as you're nice, of course. Because um, I had some conversations recently with some Walking Dead fans that weren't quite nice to me, so I stopped replying. So that's how that works. Uh, but yeah, Twitter, at etalkuk. If you, yeah, um, Facebook, join the Facebook group and uh, like the Facebook page, uh, you can get involved there as well, of course. Uh, there's also a little email form you can fill out on the website if you put in your email address and your comment, that will get sent to me as well. Uh, if you'd like to support what we're doing here as well, there's patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can redeem re re rewards for reviews of your choice, so just pick whatever you want. We'll review what you choose and we'll take it from there. Um, Amazon affiliate link as well, of course, go on there. Um, when you do your Amazon shopping, we'll get a small cut of the amount that you spend if it doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, free options for supporting us, word of mouth, of course, tell your friends, family, co-workers, neighbours, whoever you might talk to on a daily basis about what we're doing here and they can discover it for themselves. Uh, iTunes as well, of course, please rate and view and subscribe to us over there or on the podcast platform of your choice. And lastly, if you'd like to watch me and Robert play various different video games, I've got a Twitch streaming channel and Robert's got one over on uh, Mixer. I saw you streaming some uh, some stuff the other day. That was kind of cool. Uh, so go and follow and subscribe to everything that we do. You'll be notified. You can get involved in everything that we do. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time. Goodbye.